0: Peace. Blacked out. Olave's got a hey, that's what is happening everybody? Welcome to Jeff Need sports this is the Buckeye remix and it is a uh, another wonderful victory Sunday uh, in Buckeye Nation. Uh, we played uh, Michigan State yesterday, of course, but most importantly, we played yesterday. I think we can all agree with that. I apologize my overlay. There you go. What's up, gentlemen? Um, most importantly, we played yesterday. It's been a tumultuous couple of weeks, uh, year, so you know, so to speak. But uh, we, we got the game in. Uh, to say we were shorthanded, a bit of an understatement. Uh, missing, I think six. Six key members of the offensive line and moving everybody around was a challenge, but they had to play the game. Uh, they're trying to get these games in this year and we played. So uh, all in all, I in all we consider that a very successful uh, Saturday afternoon. So, um, yeah, let's look at uh, we'll look at some of the stats here and get on with the uh, knee jerks and the game overviews. And you know how we do it. Good morning, Stephen Gillespie. So, sorry, guys, a little behind here. Yeah, Listen to the audio version. You got to understand on my own producer. Um, sometimes this stuff gets a little, and here we go. We're going to put this up here. We're going to bring this in here. All right, here we go. All right. So, first of all, um, let's, let's get back to the knee, knee jerks of the game. Um, r- real quick, I got to cover these. Um, d- Justin Fields, w- that was a tremendous challenge for him. And I know that we went up, uh, and played a team that doesn't have near the manpower, um, doesn't have near the personnel, the coaching, n- none of the above. Michigan State's definitely in a, I, I don't know if college, I-, I think college, you're constantly in a rebuilding process. I always say that, like, you know, if you're lucky if you keep a player for four whole years. So I never say you're rebuilding, but they're in a, um, Definitely a restructuring, a redirection, however you want to say it, with Mel Tucker and them. So they were they were they were outman. Uh, High State's you know, far more talented up and down both sides of the ball, but Justin Fields still out a challenge. Uh, when you take a quarterback and you completely, you know, switch out his offensive line. I mean, we move this uh, a new center when you run. You know, today's uh, you know everybody knows today's offenses. All every one of them's a shotgun offense. So he's taking everything out of a shotgun snap. So, and then Fields has to worry about his protection. You know, any trust that he's built up this year with the offensive line, you know, is out the window. I don't care what you do in practice, and obviously these guys did practice very hard this week, but you still don't know how it's going to go and how it's going to break down. So Fields had a lot on his plate, and you know, he's got the playoffs. He's got, you know, let's be honest, his NFL future. A lot. This this game was a lot on Justin Fields because. You know he knows what's going to happen. He knows the offensive line has weaknesses. He knows Michigan. He assumes we'll talk about this later. He assumes Michigan State's going to try to exploit that, and then he's got to concentrate. Like he can, he has to concentrate on every single snap of that game. Now I'm not uh, bagging on Miller. He he really did a pretty good job, but the snaps were. In all honesty, they were a little hard, a little fast back to him. They were, they were all over the all over the map in the first quarter. So, you know, Justin can't, you know, he can't focus on, you know, what a maybe a linebacker, a cornerback, or a safety is doing pre-snap when he has to concentrate so hard on just getting the ball into his hands from the from the center. So Justin had a lot on his plate yesterday, and I thought that he excelled in every every shape or form. Uh, he was calm. He never I the main thing he, you never saw him barking at the offensive line. You never saw him barking at the center. You never saw him shaking his head. You know, he could have put this. He could have played a bad game yesterday and had every excuse in the world and nobody would have blamed him. And he could and he could have uh you know, walked away, you know, hands clean. But he didn't. He he I mean, a lot of it, <laughs> I think 50 maybe all of his rushing yards almost were off of um you know bad snaps or you know misreads or pressure coming or whatever and he just made the best of it. He threw a ball he threw the ball away when he needed to. Didn't even think twice about it. Um even I it's it was just a just a tremendous effort and a show of leadership by Justin Fields. So I give him a lot of credit for that. Uh so about Haskell Garrett. I mean, that dude jumped off the the, the screen yesterday. Uh you know, he had pressure the whole time. He's a monster in the middle. He does such a great job. And, you know, Michigan State's going to try and just, they're going to try and power run game. You know, the defensive line stood up, but, and then Garrett has the, uh, the touchdown in, you know, uh, but I think second quarter, third quarter, I can't quite remember now anyway, but now that he he catches the touchdown and, and it, and he caught it, like he's a tight end, like like of course he caught it he didn't he, he almost walked off like he expected a uh, great job by the defensive line to get that you know that defensive touchdown but I thought I thought Garrett really played a great game and and things like that really give your team a lot of energy when you when you when you know you have the chance of a letdown or a struggle or some things going wrong you know some some drama uh you know first of all it, they that's all they talked about was basically how, how could high State possibly win this game? Uh, I mean, they beat it in the ground pregame. They never stopped talking about it through the first quarter. And then finally, once they realized that it was a mismatch, you know, they gave up. But then uh, a little bit about this ABC commentating team. I'm not the only one that saw this. and if anybody read Twitter watching the game. They were awful. First of all, Orlovsky just says whatever just comes to his mind. He doesn't research, think, uh, back-checking. I don't know what's – I used to like this guy, but – Wow, he was just all over the map yesterday and said some really outrageous things that made no sense. Uh, You know, they asked him about comparing Fields to an NFL quarterback, and the only one that they'd come up with, Deshaun Watson, Fields. We all know the only one thing that feels that really has in common with Deshaun Watson. They are not the same player in any way, shape or form in college or in the pros, the translation, none of it. So just things like that were just ridiculous. All they did was talk about playoff scenarios for four hours uh, while we tried to watch the game. They really, really did, really dropped the ball, did a piss poor job. I'm a Michigan State fan. I'm really upset because they barely even talked about their team. I, I don't I don't care how quote-unquote badge you think the team is you can still talk about the players talk about what's coming up talk about you know mel tucker's journey i thought they deserved he deserved a little more of that you know and nothing i mean, they just ignored that they played they might they, they might as well have been playing uh a spring game or something it was really disrespectful i thought the michigan state fans and be honest with the Ohio state fans too. terrible job by the announcers but that's neither here nor there we'll move on from that um as far as Michigan State goes, they were. I watched them last week against Northwestern. I don't know. I, you know, teams, week to week, teams change. I don't know if Northwestern's worse than I thought. Michigan State's worse than I thought. Uh, really disappointed in their um, effort. Uh, I thought they didn't. I know. I didn't think they really. Maybe they were scared to just challenge fields. Like I thought they would bring the house and just try to, nothing else hit him or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I was really surprised at the lack of. Um, everything on michigan state side they really looked like a lost football team um lombardi looked j- just just terrible um i don't know what else to say i'm not you know i'm not here sitting the bash on michigan state podcast but it, i was really really surprised by the lack of uh everything from michigan state yesterday so and uh and another one trey sermon you know, guys been working hard here. You're doing his job. He's finally starting to fit in. I thought he looked really explosive through the hole, which we've been missing all season. So Trey Sermon, uh, another, another knee jerk. Uh, feels like he's really fitting in now. I think he's the the quote unquote feature back going ahead. And um, and it's great. Yeah, that's great. I think that I think the guy's doing a pretty good job. And we found out that he's not near as fast as Justin Fields. That was pretty cool if anybody remembers the the downfield block play by Fields. But um, yeah, so yeah so uh we'll get we'll get on with the um let's get on with the overview here. no, i'm I'm not gone. Um, I'll be back. Okay, here we go. So let's just look at some of the stats. I mean, it's it's lopsided. Uh, five hundred and twenty one total yards for high state, two sixty one for Michigan State. Most of them came after the backup came in uh, and didn't matter, but um just just total dominance by high state on both sides of the ball. Uh, you know, look at the rushing again, a high state, three hundred and twenty two yards rushing. Michigan State at 81 at, on 28 rushes. Uh, you're not going to beat high State with 81 yards rushing, I don't think. I don't think that's going to be the formula. Uh, penalties were here and there. I didn't think the, the uh, officiating crew did a great job. I thought – especially like – I th- really, I think on two huge plays, they made holding calls that weren't. High State once again fought through it. They took away the 50-plus yard touchdown from Wilson. But well, we still fought back, you know, what, whatever, overcame it. Another – just another – Thing that Ohio high state overcame yesterday that you know stubbing their toe. Basically, that's this game they could only stub their toe. I mean, I, I never thought they could get upset, but thought they could stub their toe, but they did and they overcame 322 yards rushing. I mean, just great. Fields only had, which is crazy, 199 yards passing, but yet dominated the entire game. Really impressed with that. Like, I don't think if you saw 52 to 12, you would know that Justin Fields he did have 100 yards rushing, but still, I don't think you would guess he had 109 yards passing. Uh, Alave and Wilson look you know, good again. Um, Alave had over 100 yards. They both had a touchdown. Uh, we're getting on Alave for the fumbles. I'm not quite as hard on him for the fumbles. I think, uh, I think once again, I, th- I th- they're, honestly, I think both of them. You know, he took a headshot, which I don't like. I don't, I don't know if we can blame him for that. I don't know quite what's going on there. If he's making an extra move or whatever, but I'm not going to bang it. The guy, the guy's great. Uh, the catch he made for the touchdown is is why he's one of the best. So. That's cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you got sermon going, you know, he had, a, he had a, a 112 yards. We can look at some of the player stats here, maybe, uh, 112 yards touchdown. He had a 60, uh, 64 yard run, which is huge. That's what we've really, 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 really been missing this year. So that was awesome. Uh, really happy for him and uh, happy for the team, just, just in general. That was cool. Uh, what else? Oh, the O-line, just once again, O-line did a great job. That is, uh, O-line, they play as a unit. To get mixed around like that and to have first-time starters, it, it, that was an amazing job they did. No, it, well, of course it wasn't perfect. We already talked about the snaps. It, it, you know, they, but Michigan State didn't, you know, try. I think if they'd have played Indiana yesterday, it would have been different, but they didn't. You know, they didn't play Indiana yesterday. They didn't play Clemson or Alabama yesterday. They played Michigan State. They did what they had to do. I thought the O line did a pretty good job, especially rushing the ball. I thought they, um, you know, may I thought they, you know, were pretty physical. Made some nice holes. Great, great, great effort. And once again, I give credit to the coaching staff and, you know, and all the players for sticking together and nobody uh, shaking their heads or whatever. Real, real team effort. Real team effort. Mostly through the the week leading up to the game, I thought was probably the most important part. And uh, you can tell that they really. You know, got together and had a plan. And, uh, Rook, I'll say something about the downfield blocking. Uh, Brian Harline, I don't know if he, I assume he's the best wide receiver coach in America. I hope a high state can hang on to this guy. What a fantastic job his guys do downfield blocking. They are so unselfish. Um, you know, Smith and, uh, and Jigba could be a starter. We know everywhere. Could have, could have went anywhere he wanted. And the guy doesn't catch a – you know, a, you know, it's not catching a ball. And still, like, you'll see him on a downfield play, and he's blocking as hard as anybody. Olave, Wilson block for each other. I mean, it that helped. And, and that's a staple of Ohio State for maybe the last five or six years now. These guys really get at it downfield, and they're physical – and it's so impressive and it's, it's, it's huge. Just want to give a lot of, you know, shout out to the, the downfield blocking. um just, just awesome. Just awesome. So let's, uh, so that's, yeah, some of it was, it was just total mismatch. The stats are, are what they are. Total mismatch. Um, it was never, you know, it, it was never in question after, after what, maybe 10 minutes of the game. So that's that. So uh, yeah, the offense did a great job. They, I think they could have done whatever, You know, Wilson only has three catches, still has a huge effect on the game. One, You know, it's just they could have done whatever they wanted yesterday. So offense, totally, totally passed. Let's talk about defense a little bit. Now, this is hard because the defense really didn't have anything to do yesterday. Um, Michigan State, you know, three and outs, uh, punted the ball a a ton. Hell, they punted – I think they punted in high State territory one time. I mean, just – they just never um, – I'll look at the stats here, but, I mean, they just didn't run any plays. They ran – let's see. I mean, they had 13 first downs. Um, 13 first downs, 3 for 17 on on third down. 3 for 17 on third down. They, you know, passing attempts. They had 36 passing attempts, but at five yards of pass, you know, not great. Uh, they just – they just weren't on the field, so it was hard to judge the defense. I mean, we're, they definitely did their job, but there was just nothing there. I mean, we talked about the defensive line did a great job, you know, got a touchdown. Um, the secondary was not challenged at all again, uh, so we didn't answer any questions there. I don't, I don't think they're any different than we thought. Sean Wade had. Let's talk. Let's let's have the Sean Wade discussion real quick. This is becoming a thing, um, and it's it's hard to have this discussion and not sound. Negative, but it's it's real. We're all doing it. You know, uh, Jay Stevens that does um, locked on Buckeyes podcast. He has it every week. We got to talk about Sean Wade. The guy's still out of position. Now, I we can't watch the all 22 when we're watching the game. It felt like I haven't been able to even go back and watch the game yet You know, just yesterday, but uh, it felt like we played a little more zone. And I think we should against a team like Michigan State. I've been saying all year, like, we probably play more zone. Um, quarterbacks really don't love a zone defense, especially average quarterbacks, especially with athletes. Uh, Sean Wade, when he's got the play in front of him, is, is a really, really good player. But, like, the interception, great interception, great, you know, great catch, you know, literally to get the ball. But he didn't – he wasn't really tight coverage. I mean, that throw could have been completed. Like, let's just be honest about it. I'm not saying he got burned or anything. He would The guy would have been tackled, you know. You know, there was four guys around the receiver. You know, he he throws wide. Sean Wade gets the interception. That's great. And that goes, you know, Sean Sean Wade's record. But I really think he needs to play with the play in front of him. He needs to see things because his reaction time, his downhill, you know, attack, his ball hawk, I mean, that are things that are going to separate him. Uh, Coverage on the outside just, to me, it's really defeating the purpose with him. And I said yesterday, I hope an NFL team doesn't draft him to be a man corner on the outside because i think that that will that will delay his nfl career and when he finally gets moved to a, right, a correct position once again just like the honey badger did gets moved to his correct p- position inside or playing some safety or some zone corner maybe you know and and then he's going to excel but i hope that he doesn't have to go through this you know he's a bust phase until they figure that out. And then it looks almost like, like he took a step back and, and it, that's his natural position. So I just hope NFL teams draft him for the position he's made for, because he is really talented at that position. Um, but that, that's all I to say about Sean Wade. The, the guy's a really good player. He's just out of position. I'm not, I'm not banging on him at all. And I'm glad we have him. I'm glad he was not really hurt. That was a worrisome. We're uh, already talking about Haskell Garrett. The dude's awesome. He's making money. He's, he. he he just—he's one of these guys that will—I think Buckeye fans will—he'll—he'll he'll just be on our hearts forever, you know. He, he, there's just something cool about him, and he's doing an awesome job. And just—he is playing his technique. He—he he moves around there like, but he's in a three technique. Like he is a problem. So, really enjoy watching that guy play. Really. Uh, but once again, we already said it. No challenge yesterday. I—I I don't even know how to grade these guys. Everybody <laughs> grades this week. Uh, we talked about the zone. Uh, I, I, I need to go look, or somebody tell me, just, you know, somebody, you know, tweet me, or get at me, at jhunt006, let me know if they're playing more zone or not, uh, it's hard to, you know, you know how the cameras are, by the way, the cameras were awful yesterday, they could barely, they barely knew where the ball was, let alone show you any defense, so, <laughs> let's be honest with that, so anyway, um, uh, great job by the defense yesterday, just, you know, you did what you had to do, you yeah, know, you missing a couple guys, it didn't matter, it was irrelevant, so. Good job, good job. So um let's talk a little before we get into the before we get into the report card. Let's talk about um do we want to talk? We want to do report cards first. Let's do report cards first. I think we'll do report cards first. Then we'll then we'll move on to the next phase of the season. There we go. Report cards for yesterday. This is pretty easy, one guys. Quarterback A plus. I already told you why. Justin Fields did everything right, true leader. I loved his demeanor on the sideline. I love the way the guys react to him on the sideline. Um, and this is, I, I really, really like the way he played the game yesterday and took it, it, it. You could tell that he knew the circumstances and he attacked him and he put him to bed. And he has put Ohio State in position where they want to be to go to the playoffs. He's put him in position. I'm not saying what's going to happen. We, we all, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Great job by Fields. A plus. Wide receivers, I gave him an A. And only an A because they just didn't use them as much as they could have. But these guys could have had 500 yards yesterday on if the same offense is there that was there against Indiana. They could have they could have named their number against Michigan State. Wide receivers are great. Downfield blocking was great. Just get an A because they just weren't used as much. I think they'll take that. Uh, Running backs B plus, Uh, and I only gave him a B plus because you know Master Teague uh, didn't explode like he did you know in recent games. Sermon looked better but fields at 100 and some of the yards um they just i it, i was there i so i combined like i gave teague a b i gave sermon an a so i gave him a b plus it's not disrespectful they did a great job uh picking up blocks a lot of responsibility yesterday because of the depleted offensive line so um, probably a little hard on them. But running backs you get a b plus Gr- great job yesterday especially trey sermon Uh way to stand out you know two weeks ago it's master teague shows up it, it's it's a great it's a Great one-two punch without having a, you know, superstar running back. So good job, guys. Offensive line, you get an A because you, you had to get your shit together in less than, less than a week and protect the most valuable asset on the team. And I thought you did it as well as we could hope, if not better. Uh, great run blocking. Uh, the Really, the holds and stuff weren't bad. Like, the penalties weren't bad. That was huge. Um, one bad snap. It was late in the game. Fields probably would have got it. Costum safety, big deal. Uh, we knew it was going to happen. That was the time to do it. Completely relevant. Great job, guys. Defensive line, awesome. Uh, we, you know, we we don't have the edge rusher, but we got monsters. We got athletes up there, big physical guys that are doing their job, making it tough on running backs. There's nothing up the middle. Uh, really, the you know the three gap techniques are just just destroying things. Um, we know it's an issue on the outside. But I'm grading them on yesterday. Great job. And they got a touchdown. I mean, they got seven points. Defensive line, you know, batted ball, you know, interception, touchdown. Great. Great job, defensive line. Linebackers, I think you got an A. (laughs) I actually like Pete Werner being on the inside. I thought Hillier did a really nice job yesterday. Um, Browning showed up. But once again, there was just not enough plays to know. Like, these guys, like, I think Werner had three tackles. I mean, we're talking Pete Werner usually has ten tackles a game. It's not because he wasn't on the outside. They just – Michigan State didn't run any plays. Which is credit to the linebackers. Yeah, that means they were covering. Michigan State didn't work the tight ends. They didn't work over the middle. I, I don't know what they were doing. Doesn't matter. Linebackers get an A because y'all came together. You did a great job. You moved positions. You know what I mean? Moved positions and still did a good job. Good job, Pete Werner. Uh, I liked you inside. So we need maybe we talk about a four-two-five defense. I don't know if that's a discussion anybody wants to have, but um, um, I think I'm in favor of four-two-five at this point. So uh, defensive backs. I have no idea. Um, I gave you a b plus because they still, you know, when a freshman quarterback comes in, I know it was late. I know you're laying back. I understand, but I can't give you an a plus you did get an interception, but you you got got a couple times, and so I don't know. I'm probably too hard on you. They didn't test you. you you did a you did a good job. you know seven banks actually played pretty well yesterday, now that I'm thinking about. It, so b plus is a little harsh. But um, I think they'll take it. I mean, B plus is a nice grade for Jeff Need Sports. I'm pretty tough on these guys. So, but but good job overall. They never had a chance. Never had a chance on you. Uh, head coach A plus. Let's talk about Larry Johnson. First, first head coaching game ever. Um, it, I if it matters, I think it's cool. Whether it matters to anybody or not, that you know, it's not up to you. Uh, first black head coach in the history of high state football. I personally think it's awesome. I know you you know, we have these barriers a lot, but it does mean something. And I, I think it's awesome. I think Larry deserved it. He has done a ton for this team since he's been there. That D, Our defensive line has been the one staple since he's got there and a game changer. And he puts guys in the NFL, he puts great players in the NFL. Um, he deserved this you know, after 20 some years of coaching. And I thought he did a good job. He was, con- I mean, if you look over on the other side, like Mel Tucker's losing his shit you know, and, and I famously say like, no, you need to be coaching. This isn't the time to be, you know, whatever showing off of the camera or whatever. Like you need to be, you need to be coaching. That guy was a complete mess yesterday. I don't know what he thought was going to happen yesterday. And I don't know why he thinks he wasn't responsible for any of it, but he was out of sorts, man. That guy was unhinged. Uh, great job, Larry Johnson. Uh, really happy for you. And Ryan Day, we know you had a huge part in this. Um, I'm sure you did all you can do mainly, you know, you know, it sounds like you're healthy and everything's going good. I saw a couple of interviews, the whole coaching staff. Wonderful job. Brian Hartline, um, you know, I, I I got a huge man crush on you. You're just, you're just great. I we Quick story. Me and my son met Brian Hartline after he graduated, you know, to go get his autograph. He took the time to have a conversation with us and was genuinely super, super nice guy. Um, it would have took all the time in the world to talk to us. Uh, Talked to my son about being a receiver and things like that. I'll never forget that. He played for the Dolphins. I love him. And he's doing a fantastic job now. He's Buckeye through and through. He's upbeat. His players are great. I hope we hang on to him. So great job, Ryan Hartline. Great job, coaching staff. You guys absolutely get an A-plus for the week. So, um, so yeah, I, I told everybody. I promised everybody I had an upbeat show. I actually had a positive show this week, which is crazy if you know me. But it's truth, man, uh, and I enjoy these. Yeah, I, don't, I do not care that it was Michigan State. I, I don't, don't at me. I, I do not care. So, um, so that was that, man, man, what a, what a, what a, what a great weekend. Um, it's, uh, it, it was fun to get through that. So let's talk about a couple things here. Um, what do we got coming up? Do we want to talk about playoff possibility first? Or we want to talk about the elephant in the room. No, talk about the elephant in the room. Um, all right, let's talk about it. It's Michigan week. Um, I, I it, it feels weird cause it should have been two weeks ago. But it's Michigan week. We we honestly have no idea if we're playing Saturday or not, but I would say don't cheat yourself. Enjoy Michigan Week a little bit. You know, talk a little smack. You know, send tweets from your buddies that you know that are fans, you know, be rude, insult people. Really enjoy it. Still rivalry week. It's still the biggest rivalry in college. And I'll stand by that. Um and this whole, like, oh, they have no chance thing. No, no. When you play a game, you always have a chance, especially this year. We don't – you don't know who's playing. Um, I don't even know. I've watched Michigan a couple times this year. They're they're just a jumbled mess. Like, uh, I don't know who's going to be the quarterback. Uh, I know Bell's a good player. Their defense looks bad, but they like to blitz. We don't like to be blitz. And we know that these games, like, just once you put those two – once you put the maize and blue and the scarlet and gray on the field – it's not what you think it is. So enjoy it a little bit. Try not to think about uh, the playoff scenarios and everything. And then if it gets canceled, it gets canceled. We'll cross that bridge. Uh, there's nothing we can do about it. We we as fans cannot change what happened. So enjoy despising each other this week is what I would tell both, both fans from both sides. So uh, go high State, beat Michigan. So uh, real quick. I know I don't do anything real quick. You guys are laughing at me. Playoff possibility kind of boils down to this. We all know we if we went out and, and play this weekend and went out. Okay. It's fine. Um, They got us. uh, I don't know. I think third or fourth. Now it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter where we're at. If we went out and get our game, if we win seven games, we're in now, as far as what's gonna happen this week if Michigan cancels, we're not sure yet. The Big Ten's debating. I don't I don't think that they're gonna let us in the Big Ten championship game. Um, if Michigan cancels, I think Indiana's gonna get the game. Uh, that was the that's what they said before the season. I, I know Barry Alvarez has came out or whatever, and I know it's getting complicated, but let's 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 remember the high state canceled the game too. They haven't just been a victim here. Let they were you know, you can't. We can't complain if Michigan cancels. High State canceled Illinois. You know what I mean? Illinois wanted to play a game, so I don't want to. I don't want to go down that road of blame. You know, a High State was was the reason they missed a the game too themselves. So if they don't play and they can't go to the big, then we got this huge argument about a five and zero. Oh, High State team versus it's basically going to be Texas AM. That's going to be the answer. Now, we don't know what's going to happen, but I can't, you know, High State's probably not going to jump Notre Dame, even with a loss. They're not going to jump Clemson, obviously. Uh, I don't know if it gets down to arguing between two loss Clemson and one loss AM. I don't know if they'll put AM just like it, it's going to matter who wins the SEC. There's a lot of moving parts here. Like, for instance, if Florida beats Alabama, they, they may let a high state in so they don't have to put three. Tech, or three SEC teams in because they'd have to let Texas A&M over us because I don't think Ohio State can drop very far. I don't think it's an argument between you know Indiana and Ohio State or um, Cincinnati and Ohio State. So I think it's only going to be Texas A&M. But then if you get the scenario to where Florida wins, and then you all of a sudden say say Florida wins and Clemson wins, then you've got the argument. Then you got Alabama and Notre Dame. You got to jump one of them. That's when things are going to get messy. So really, there's nothing we can do about it um i've heard rumors they might reschedule a different team this weekend but i really don't see that happening so it's in the hands of people that control the money and the networks and everything right now nothing we can do about it but that's basically what it is is uh we it's best for high state to play the next couple games and then worry about it so you know, that's that uh i i do a whole i do a whole show i release rankings if you guys want to see them get a jeff need sports on facebook uh at jhunt06 on Twitter uh go to the offtheballnetwork.com I put out uh college and NFL rankings every week and I've got, I've got some crazy playoff scenarios on there for college that are actually starting to come to fruition. I'm going to try and write up some more but we're really down to only about seven. at BYU last lost um to uh Coastal Carolina great game by the way. Good job uh Clears um you know a hey, great season. Nothing like I I, I you guys are kind of obnoxious. It's not my type of, not my type of atmosphere. But that does not matter. Great job this season, uh, BYU. All the credit in the world for going over there and playing. You did not have to. You risk everything. You know, I'm not bagging on you. Great job. Great job by teams getting that together in in a couple of days and playing a wonderful football game. But uh, BYU lost. So there's only a few teams eligible now. I mean, Ohio State at worst looks like you know if they win, looks like they could you know. Be the sixth team. I think there's maybe only six teams eligible for the playoffs at this point. But, you know, go to Jeff Sports, go to offtheballnetwork.com and check out my rankings and find out more about that. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, we don't know what's happening. You know, beat Michigan. That's the main thing. That's always the main thing. Let's not lose focus here. Uh, and then we'll worry about winning the national championship, but let's beat Michigan. We, we have to beat Michigan. Uh, that's, that's always uh, that's a staple of Ohio state football. We want to beat Michigan and we don't, we don't care for them that much, but I'm not saying as much bad stuff about Michigan this year. Can't take the year off. If you know me, you know, the reasons, um, Michigan, we're good. Uh, the state of Michigan, the team, no. Um, so anyway, and that's it guys. Um, fun, fun game yesterday. Uh, thanks for watching. Happy holidays. I hope everything's going great. Uh, you know, be safe. Please do your part. Um, I, not to preach. This thing's real. Uh, I know it firsthand. Please do your part. Be as safe as you can. Just enjoy the games, hopefully from the the safety of your own couch or whatever you choose. But I'm not banging anybody over the head about it this week. Um, great job, Buckeyes, getting it together. Um, looking forward to the next game, whatever it is. We have no idea. It might be the Alamo Bowl. We honestly have no idea what our next game is, but I'm not worried about it right now. I don't need, we don't need that, uh, Buckeye anxiety. So, um, thanks for watching everybody. Um, happy holidays. Uh, check out Jeff needs sports, all the podcast platforms, um, any, any likes shares, reviews, anything you guys can do helps, uh, things are really going good. to off the ball network and check out all of our great uh, material on the writers and all the other podcasts that those guys are putting out a lot of good things going on and we will see you soon and be kind and, Happy holidays.